This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8 a.m. UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you, as always, for making this a morning routine of yours. It is very much appreciated. Uh, thank you to everybody that continues to tune in and uh, shows the love and support that we really do appreciate it. So thank you for that, especially on a weekend. Uh, to get up at 8am on a weekend is always going to be tough. But uh, thank you to those in the chat box that are here with us. And thank you to those that uh, slept in a little bit longer and are listening on Catch Up or, of course, listening in other parts of the world. Um, but thank you to everyone that is here. Cape Town, good morning to you, to Morgie, to Penny Wing, good morning to Matt G, good morning to Martin, uh, good morning to Amira, Jalali, Matt Tomo, Arasilki, Jose, Tom, Shari, uh, Rancid, Martin, Josh, Blackshine, Glenn, uh, we've got uh, Paul, Timmy, Stevie, John, uh, Mr. Ree, and plenty more of you guys as well. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. It is very much appreciated. Uh, let's uh, jump straight into today's show because we've got a condensed show this morning because uh, we've got to get on with stuff. Uh, let's go to our preview show uh, highlight, which, of course, I was joined by three fantastic guests yesterday uh, to talk about Arsenal's game against Spurs, Mike, Marcus and Dan all had their discussions and their points to say on the North London derby. So if you haven't yet already done that, 
I recommend doing so uh, is the last upload on the channel before this one. Uh, a couple of other things. Uh, I was on Charles Watts's channel yesterday. Uh, make sure you tune into that one as well. And uh, we had a good chat about the North London Derby also. So you can listen to that on Charles's channel. Uh, so I recommend going over there. Uh, but moving into our stories for today, Urian Timber is actually going to travel back to Ajax this weekend. He'll be uh, on Sunday in Amsterdam, he won't be at the North London derby, it seems, because he'll be saying goodbye uh, properly to the Ajax supporters. I think it's quite nice. Uh, players don't really get the opportunity properly when they leave in, in the summer to say goodbye to their fans. And because he's injured and he's not able to play, I've got no issue with this at all. I think this is great. Get him over uh, to Ajax, getting him saying goodbye. Is it a shame that he's not going to be maybe at the North London derby? Potentially. But if this is the only weekend that it could have worked um, then that's fairly understandable. But yeah, I think it's nice that he's going to get the opportunity to say goodbye. And we hope to see him in an Arsenal shirt and back on the pitch very soon indeed. But uh, it's probably not going to be for quite some time, at least March, at the absolute very earliest. Clive interviewed our captain, Martin Odegaard, on the Arsenal website. Odegaard signing that brand new contract. Amazing news for Arsenal fans who are overwhelmed with joy. Uh, it's probably the best way to describe it. Um, with Martin Odegaard signing that new contract. I cannot be more complimentary of uh, of Odegaard. And I think the interview did was Clive was, was really, really good. I think they discussed some really important um, kind of topics. And if you want to go and watch that, it is, as I say, available on the Arsenal website to be able to go and do that. So, yes, please do go over and hop over to the Arsenal website to give that a viewing. And uh, I think it's great seeing kind of fans that, that are going to games week in, week out, uh, given the opportunity to speak and interview the players. I think it's a great, uh, kind of idea from the club to to do that. So uh, it's certainly worth it. He talks a lot about his leadership as captain. He talks about his stability, his, his, how he finds Arsenal is his home now and all of these things. So yeah, please do go give that a watch. It's certainly worth it. And uh, it's very good news indeed that he has signed. We did touch upon Odegaard a lot yesterday, so I'm not going to hang on to this one too long because the other story is that Ben White is expected to be next. There is hopes that Ben White will indeed sign a brand new contract as well uh, with Arsenal and that he will extend his stay beyond his current deal, which does expire, to be fair, in 2026. So there's not necessarily like as a rush in the same way that there would have been for some of the other players like Saka and Saliba. But Arsenal want to reward their players with that increase in wages and with a brand new contract as well. And Ben White is expected to hopefully uh, sign a brand new deal with the club as well. Talks with him have been going on for quite some time, is my understanding. So, yeah, let's let's keep those fingers crossed that, that Ben White is next. Gabriel Martinelli, however, was not in training yesterday. Uh, there was an opening training session for some media outlets, video outlets like Sky, and they filmed uh, part of the training session yesterday, and Gabriel Martinelli was not present Um so, yeah, very much a frustration that he doesn't look like he'll be part of the team for the weekend. But Martinelli will, of course, um, be hopefully back soon. If, if, if Arteta is saying that he needs more tests, he needs to be assessed a bit more, then surely we can expect to see him back, hopefully, in the short term. And speaking of Arteta talking, uh, he did conduct his press conference yesterday. He talked about 
Martin Odegaard's contract. Uh, he said it's great news for the club, great news for the team. I'm really happy with him as well because he really deserves that. Uh, deserves that. It shows that there are many ways to make it and many pathways to arrive where you want in the end. It's about finding a place where you feel comfortable, where you feel valued and that you can express your talent. I think he's found that place. He's loved by everybody, respected by everybody, and he fully deserves what he's doing and we can all agree that Erdegaard has become a part of the fabric of this club and that's obviously fantastic uh on Gabby just to give you the specific quote Arteta said with Gabby we're still assessing him so let's see if he can make the game or not Thomas for sure is out the rest we hope are available yes we still have two training sessions but there were no big issues in midweek so bad and good news because there's no new injury issues to worry about which is certainly a positive. Uh, he was also asked again about Ramsdale, as you can expect. He did give a better and more in-depth answer this time. Uh, he says, I understand it, and it's very difficult with every player, and I suffer and care about every player who is not playing. But this is the competition, and this is, and it is my job to make decisions in the best possible way for the team. He's been very supportive. He's been really good around the place, and that's what I expect from every single player because when you are on the field, there is someone else who is not. So it goes both ways. And so far, he's been really good. Talking about the Tottenham game, uh, and on Ange Postacoglu, he says, I really like him. I have players, and I know players who had him, and they always speak really, really highly of him. That's not a coincidence. And you can tell straight away he is fitting in the right way. That's the beautiful. That's the beauty of this league. We have top, top managers, top competition, and every game is very difficult um, and very different. I think that, obviously, Ange Postacoglu has gained quite a lot of uh, uh, props and support and uh, praise. And whilst I'm not exactly averse to saying that I quite like the guy, I think that Arsenal need to put Spurs and Ange, Ange Ball in their place on Sunday. And certainly, hopefully, we'll end up doing that because we need to make sure that we get a significantly better result than, than even last season when we got that 2-0 win. I want to see, or rather 3-1 win. I want to see an even bigger scoreline. And if you want to hear our predictions for that, you can go and watch our preview show yesterday. Right, let's go to part two and your questions right after this. Okay, uh, let's jump into the chat box and take some of the questions for the next five minutes or so in a quick fire round. So let's get those speedy questions into the chat and we'll tackle them in as quick fashion as feasibly possible. Uh, Mr. Reese's, can you turn the light on? It is on. What are you talking about? The light is on. Oh, strange. Very strange. Very strange indeed. Um... Jalali says, Tom, can you shout out to my mate Dylan who decided to scream your name across the press box the other night of the game? He was a little starstruck. <laughs> uh, thanks, Dylan. <laughs> Very much appreciated, mate. Oh, dear. It's so funny seeing some of the other journalists turn around like, who is this guy? Like, <laughs> who is this guy getting shouted at? Uh, Mr. Reese says, are you going to turn? I've turned. It was, it was always on. Am I going mad? It was, it was definitely always on. Um, Zungtar says, how do I get my seven-digit membership code? I don't know. I just always have known mine. You used to get a little card, so I know it's there. Maybe ring up the Arsenal box office. That might be the way forward. Uh, James says, in your opinion, what will it take for Arteta to trust Trossard more? I think he does trust Trossard. I mean, he just ranks Gabriel Martinelli higher than than Trossard in his kind of list of, of wide players and forwards. So I don't think there's anything about not trusting Trossard. I think that 
he does trust Trossard a lot. Otherwise, he would be bringing Reese Nelson in or Smith Rowe in instead of Trossard for uh, for Martinelli. Uh, John says, do you think Spurs will play a low block tomorrow or they will come to play? I think they will come to play. I think they will certainly try to attack. You know, they've played low blocks and hit on the counter for the last number of years and it's never done them any good. You know, they aren't uh, without a win at the Emirates in the league since 2010. So, you know, certainly they will be expecting to come and attack and play the football that has got them to where they are in the league so far this season. Uh, William Salibak says, uh, Tom is using Mudrick as a smokescreen for Leo, the best transfer strategy of all time. Yeah, I mean, the way in which we coaxed Chelsea into spending 100 million euros on Mudrick and then signing a far superior player was absolute genius and completely planned and premeditated and no one should ever tell you any different. Let it be known that that was completely and utterly known that that was going to take place. So, yes. Uh, Mike says, hey, Tom, what do you think Havertz brings that Vieira doesn't? Physicality, uh, good work off the ball. Uh, his movement is very intelligent. Um, and I think that he's obviously a lot more subtle now than, than what Vieira is. But I'm hoping that we start to see more from Havertz, that we can answer that question in a more obvious way to people like he brings more goals he brings more assists I hope that's where we will get to with that um but Vieira adds a little bit more dynamism he's more forward thinking I think in at the moment in terms of his mindset he's more confident right now but certainly off the ball I think that Havertz offers a lot but against Spurs I'd quite like to see Fabio Vieira start that game um King Cobra says Balogun missed two penalties yesterday only for his team to lose the game do you think he rated his development more than how good he actually is their penalties it's really easy to get drawn into the whole oh he's missed two pens look we uh we did the right thing in selling him <laughs> I, I mean I think we did do the right thing in selling him but I don't think I look at that game and go yes that's the reason why we sold him um a lot of his goals last season did come from the penalty spot to be fair like a, a fair portion of them um, so he can score them. It's not like he's not, but uh, yeah, that will not be doing him any good um, so far. But I, it was always for me the right decision to move him on. We were never going to get the, you know, we were never going to get the the fees that some people wanted. We were never going to see him get the game time that he was being asked for by so many. And with Nketiah and Jesus, we've started off the season really, really well. That cannot be debated. And has had a better season so far than Balogun. It's not a debate. That's just the truth. So. Yeah, playing in a much more difficult league as well. Uh, Dow says, uh, do you think Trossard through the middle and Jesus off the left is a possibility? Maybe one day. I think that Jesus off the right is is more likely to be seen than off the left. I think he might rotate with Saka if we want to rest Saka in a game. So, yeah, let's let's wait and see. Uh, Steve says, unfortunately, Tom, many of our own fans failed to get the Mudrick memo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, it was fairly obvious, Steve. I, clearly, it was all a smokescreen for Drossard. <laughs> it was clearly, I don't know how anyone could think any different. Uh, Paid uh, says, um, live from Ireland, been watching for a few years, only commenting now. Great job, Tom. You're very rational, which is rare. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Paid uh, or Pate. Um, maybe it's short for something, but let me know how I pronounce that correctly. I might have completely butchered it. Uh, I probably have, but thank you for the kind listening. And the kind words as well. Uh, and says, uh, what do you think playing with Partey right back and dropping Gabriel Martinelli was all about? Oh, Gabriel Magalash, sorry, was all about. Looking at how we play now, I still don't get the experiment. The idea was that we would have more dominance on the ball. So we'd have an additional midfielder that was progressing the play. And to be fair, you know, I, I talked about this yesterday with statistics to support this theory. We were better with Partey. We were more dominant. We did create more chances. We were more threatening. We did have more opportunities to attack that then led to shots. Our XG was higher compared to what it was last season. So the 
the, the theory was there. The theory worked in practice. It just it necessarily didn't deliver whilst they were still learning how to generate more high-quality chances. So certainly the theory was there, and it showed in the numbers, but uh, certainly I'm fine with what we're doing now. You know, It's absolutely fine to move forward in this way whilst Partey is out. Will we go back to that system if Partey returns? I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Thor says, will I be watching the Ryder Cup next week? It will be on in the background. Golf is one of those great sports that you can just chuck on in the background whilst you're working, so I'm sure it will be. It will certainly be on, mate. Uh, John says, given the way that we're playing now, Tom, does Partey get back in at right back? Probably not. No, I think that you probably keep things going the way it does, the the form of the team. Does he even get back into the team? Probably not. We'd probably ease him back in with some appearances and add that depth in the cup competitions, maybe the Champions League group stage. So, yes. Um, Pronounced Podge uh, says, uh, Podge, uh, thank you for clearing that up. I would have never got that right so podge uh thank you so much um i used to have when i was teaching there was a fair few girls in the classes that had irish names like Aoife or um oh what's the other one it's spelled really differently to how it's pronounced uh is it siobhan no i'm not sure it is Aoife was definitely one um but there was another name that i completely was like wow uh <laughs> did not can pronounce it correctly first time of asking at all uh bless says hey tom what will be your combined 11 for arsenal spurs every single player that started the game on wednesday night for me other than vieira for madison that would be it neve yes neve is the name james thank you neve is the one shavord yeah is definitely another uh kind of the way you pronounce it looking completely different. But Neve, Neamph was how I pronounced it the first time. Uh, but Neve, yeah, definitely a difficult to, to pronounce if you've never heard or seen the name before spelt that way. A Bulgarian Guna says, is it even possible to have Partat right back and Zinchenko at left back? I don't think so. I do. I think the presence of Declan Rice allows us to play that way. I think it allows us to have a player like Rice who's so combative and having Saliba and Gabriel is so strong in the middle. But I think you can play uh, Partey and Zinni. I think you can play Timber and Zinni. I'm really confident that we can play that system with those types of players because of how good the core of the, the spine of the team is. So, yes, I do think it is definitely possible. Uh, Andreas says, given the injury record of Partey, when will it be best to move him on? I, I would be fine seeing him move on in the summer if we bring in a very good midfielder. Is a good chance that we lose both Partey and Jorginho in the summer. So Arsenal would need to go into the market for me and add a significant player into that position. So yeah, we would really, really genuinely need to invest heavily if both of those players were to move on. Um, John says, I think White cemented his place now at right back. I would agree. I think that that position is is, is solidified for, for White for the foreseeable. So let's wait and see. But tactically, he might not be. You know, Arteta tries these things uh, and we don't necessarily know what he's going to do. So, yeah, let's wait and see. Bless us. I love your show all the way from Cameroon. Thanks, Bless. Very much appreciate it. I hope things are well with you. Uh, the Overwatcher says, are you surprised Man United didn't buy Madison seeing the mess they're in? Compared to Mount, I mean, it's easy to say in retrospect, Arsenal also wanted Mason Mount. It's worth pointing out and we're very interested, but his preference was Man United. have no idea why <laughs> you would want to move to Man United more. I think it may be a family supporting thing, but yeah, uh, it looks a mistake uh, not signing Madison from a Man United perspective. It does. Um, Unique says, are we buying a striker in January? No idea, but a striker is definitely on the cards for Arsenal in upcoming transfer windows, but I don't and can't tell you if we are going to buy one. 
in January. Uh, Jalali says, I feel like Pate's injury has accelerated Rice's performances. Potentially, yes. Um, and Steve says, doesn't Ben White move into midfield at times as Partey did? Yeah, so I guess you've got that theory there that but White is playing slightly differently as well and is moving into midfield like Partey did, just not as the same kind of way because obviously Partey was a midfielder playing fullback and Ben White is a defender playing fullback. So they are slightly different. Uh, Dao says, how can we players like Nuaneri and Lewis Skelly get a shot with two to three players ahead of them in the pecking order? Cup competitions impressing in substitute appearances when they come, if they come. And it has to be given to them. They have to be given the opportunity to do that. You know, we saw that with Duaneri against Brentford. We need to get, see these players given more of an opportunity. Pre-seasons are big. But we talk about we could be losing Partey. We could be losing Jorginho next summer. Lewis Skelly is a player that to keep an eye on. He's very exciting. So is Duaneri, obviously. But maybe that is a pathway with those players leaving. That You bring in one midfielder to replace Jorginho and Partey and you promote Lewis Skelly to give him opportunities at a senior level. Maybe that is something that we need to consider going forwards right we are going to end the show there thank you so much guys for tuning in and listening it is very much appreciated shorter show this morning as i mentioned i'll be back tomorrow morning of course with the next 8 a.m show leading up and into the game against spurs and tomorrow night i'm hoping that we can do a special north london derby podcast breaking down the game from earlier that day but thank you to everybody that's tuned in it is always very much appreciated if you could drop a like on the video subscribe to the channel if you're new and turn those notifications on so you never miss one um, but every morning 8 a.m bright and early i'll see you again very soon stay safe stay well and as always up the arsenal It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18-plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.